Fix your app on, on any phone. Why do I got to take it on and off and on? I even had that to try to help me, try to tell me what to do. Even though I do it, you still do the same thing where I can't even work on it unless I have to take the app off. And then I have to log in again, take the off off, log in again. I already tried updated once. I mean, fix your app, Anchor. Fix your app. I mean, come on. I got a podcast to do over here. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. I can't keep the app off even though I was forced to get a new phone. At least when I had the damn iPhone, it was working. It was working when I had the iPhone. This phone, it doesn't even want to work. I was looking even trying to get a new app for recording. That didn't even want to work. I mean, come on, y'all. Fix your apps. Fix your apps. Now. I was trying to do this and get my thoughts on the verdict and wow they really had us waiting that all all time the jury took 10 hours to to reach the verdict then we had to wait what was it to like something after four o'clock well at least four o'clock central five o'clock eastern time to get the news of the verdict. And because nobody didn't know what was going to happen. Nobody didn't know that there was going to be riots and everything like that. If the, uh, the the verdict came out wrong and it was everybody was scared. Now, people of all can sigh and rest the relief. Because all three verdict came guilty I was like oh thank god I mean I even felt it I mean this trial this trial you know from the officer that that uh that killed George Floyd this trial was on TV and YouTube and everything for all the world to see all the world to see from jury selection all the way up to now it was on full display my goodness my goodness and they either had to close some schools down just in case for tomorrow and some schools are going to the virtual learning for tomorrow only because there was fear of more writing I mean you got something under this magnitude where protests were starting you know because of the wrongful death and the way that it was handled I mean it was it was just all out crazy it was all out crazy I mean oh wow 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 but I gotta say the jury did the right thing the jury did the right thing 
And uh, now the family could rest easy. There probably might be a, a civil lawsuit, you know, resulting in this. And now that former police officer will have to spend some time in jail. Definitely have to spend some time in jail. But George, George Floyd, so far, is the only one that got justice now. He's the only one. He's the only one that has justice. And, uh, but, uh, I gotta say, that was the most tenseful moment waiting on this verdict. And I was like, come on, my mind is like tired. I was like, I'm already tired. I've been tired since yesterday. I even missed group yesterday because I was like so tired. And guess what, y'all? We got a little bit of snow. We got a little bit of snow. On a day that was so crazy, we had the uh, the guilty verdict in the uh, George Floyd case. We had the brand new mayor uh, that's been sworn in here in St. Louis, and then we got snow. Or oh, it's supposed to be a snow shower. Now it's supposed to melt, but it depends upon how warm the temperature is going to be. But it, we're in the middle of a freeze warning tonight. We're in the middle of a freeze warning. Uh, Freeze warning! Freeze warning! No wonder my, my body is so mixed up and can't, so confused and don't even know what the heck to do. It was like so confused, it was like I ate something but I feel still full sluggish. I missed the I missed group yesterday because I was so sluggish, I was so tired out. Yesterday was in the 70s. Today we're talking winter! Today we're talking winter. Thankfully the jury did his job. Thankfully the jury did his job. Oh my God, that was tense. That was tense. I felt the whole nation and the whole world waiting um, and this was getting very tense. Wow, 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 wow. So there you have it, and I know, I know, I gotta when I when I'm done with this app, I gotta put uh I gotta put it up all over again. Every time I want to do a segment or a show, but I got one better for you. Okay, I'm gonna give you a best of today. That's right, I'm gonna give you a best of uh the big D down. When I did the uh, interview, when, when, when my late fight was alive, and Thomas Quinn uh, ran before I ran for uh, 135th, uh, and uh, I have interviewed him, or uh, we had to interview him on the Big D Zone, and uh, I'm going to present you with that interview a little bit late, a uh, little bit later on on this podcast. So, yeah. So I know this is a weird way I got to keep on putting on and putting off the app and I still can't find no good recorder app because I tried I tried it and it wouldn't it was not uh, mp3 it was mp4 and it was wave and then I kept getting error messages so I was like what the cat what the cat so today will be the big D zone so you will get a taste of what I did in the past here on the big D zone so get ready for get ready for my blast on the path on the big D zone and here we go thank you
Okay. <laughs> I was trying to figure out how this works. See, I'm using a new um, recorder because Anchor don't want to work in the app sometimes. So, I'm just trying to use this as a backup plan. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, for some time I have done uh, interview my beloved wife, uh, beloved wife, Teresa Denal Porter, who's home in heaven right now. And I had interviewed somebody even before I ran for state house, uh, as I was after my life passed. But I interviewed Stephen Quinn, um, who was running for uh, state house uh, at the time of this recording. And you'll get to hear uh, my beautiful late wife uh, on this recording. Uh, so enjoy a blast from the past and uh, all that good stuff. So. Um, but before you do that, uh, here's a here's a commercial from uh, my future Senate race in 2022. So, enjoy. Hello, everybody. This is the Prince. And this is the princess. And, well, <laughs> we have a special guest right here on the Big D Zone. And uh, he just popped right into the studio. <laughs> And ladies and gentlemen, I'm proud to say that he is a Republican, and his name is Thomas Quinn, and he's the uh, state representative, 123, uh, 132. He's running for the uh, state's representative of 132, and um, we are glad to have him on the Big D Zone. Uh, uh, should I call you Thomas? Should I call you Qu- uh, Quinn? Or uh, how would you like to be called? You know, either way, and I'm, I'm pl- it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, running for state representative 132, so love your support. Okay, now tell us a little bit. Now, this is going to be um, an exclusive show here, uh, but uh, if Thomas wants to use it on any of his uh, uh, campaign material, he could feel free to do so. Mm-hmm. But um, tell us, everybody, a little bit about your background and your bio and what you plan to do for the district. Yeah, so uh, basically I've been working since I was 11 years old. Started with a paper route, kind of a nice start, um, and then uh, have just worked my whole life. And Mm -hmm. uh, now I'm in my uh, 30s, married with five kids and a beautiful family, very proud of that. Right now I work in securities with uh, Shreddit. Mm -hmm. We do document destruction and uh, identity protection. And... uh, yeah, so I'm just running for state rep because I'm a concerned citizen who really wants this country to go back to its uh, principles. And, um, yeah, that's that. You know, it's just really, really important as a student, as a, as a citizen to go out there and try and make change for good. Amen. Amen. Now, um, what is the main platform that you're running for for this district? Uh what do you see happen as soon as you get sworn in into office? Okay. Well, as a state representative, you're a legislator, and you, you have to put forward bills. And I just really want to bring back freedom to the state and uh, independence from the federal authority. There's so much overreach from the federal powers mm-hmm. to the state powers, and I really want to just gain some more autonomy as an as a independent state of Missouri because I think that's a healthy balance and a good direction for our people. Does that include like bringing back, trying to bring back the 
prayer in school or the Pledge of Allegiance into our school? Absolutely. You know, I think uh, Common Core is a real disaster because it gives the government too much information and mm-hmm. it does uh, so many bad things for the people. For instance, there had been no research to validate this, but Common Core now requires kids to take tests four times a year instead of one. Wow. And all that testing is done through Pearson, which is a company, and then they get all the information and they sell that out. And that's all done through the federal process. Um, that's just a specific example of Common Core that I just – it doesn't – it's not good for the people. And the state has no um, effect on curriculum, and I think the state should have all the rights and powers to handle something that's supposed to be in its jurisdiction. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And absolutely prayer and Pledge of Allegiance, those things are foundational to our, you know, our nation. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm so glad the princess asked that question because it was, she she knew my mind because I was going to ask about what do you feel about uh, protecting religious f- uh, freedom in our state and princess bravo on that one. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, what do you feel about um, you know the public safety? What do you feel about? Uh, ISIS, and uh, as you know, uh, we had a story in Butler where a woman was uh, uh, threatening um, some people in the military and some people in the FBI. And uh, what do you, what would you do about safety concerns in the district concerning ISIS? ISIS. Well, yeah, ISIS is uh, obviously an international issue. And I was living in the Philippines as an English teacher for about four years, and I saw firsthand what happens when you have an apathetic police force or the appearance of one. Uh, people don't respect authority, you know, and I think we have to get back to respecting authority. There's so much of this uh, anti-cop talk these days that they lose sight of they're there as peacekeepers and to, you know, to bring safety. Mm-hmm. And um, so as an inclusive package beyond ISIS, I think we really need to support our police and mm-hmm. the, the safety of our community, and that would be a diversified series, with, whether it be with the sheriff's department, the county, or mm-hmm. the local police force, or the state police. Um, yeah, we need to we need to really empower that security. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And um, how do you feel about jobs here in Missouri? We was talking off air about uh, the economy and, and said um, the numbers are, are not doing well. We're like, or we were saying, where is the job here? I mean, where's the real <laughs> job? So, what do you what do you feel about the economy for the district of uh, the 132 district? See, I'm really excited about Missouri because I think we're on the forefront of really being the, the vehicle of change to be the real show-me state mm-hmm. because in this coming election, if we can get the governor's seat and hold the Senate and, and state reps, then we can really start pushing an agenda instead of mm-hmm. just reacting to the liberal legislation, you mm-hmm. know, fixing what was already done. Yes. And uh, so I think uh, I think as state representative and all these things, we just really need to get back to basics and push for, you know, Limited government, and what was what was the specific of the question again? <laughs> I'm kind of losing track here. I'm sorry. Oh, I thought about that. Uh, about jobs. the economy, the jobs. Job. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's a terrible thing because we're one of the lowest rated job states in the country. Wow, and it's a disaster, and it really has to do with our governor and mm-hmm. the policies that have been put in place in the last couple of decades. 
I think we just really need to just give more support to the business sector and stop burdening them with so many regulations. Everyone's so fearful of breaking a law, mm -hmm. you know, and um, we just need to embrace free trade again. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Missouri has always been one of your lower paying states. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Arkansas is even lower paying, but we've always been, been lower paying and people just can't get anywhere, you know, in life with the low pay that they give the, give the people to work with. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And we really need to get that economy up, get, get the pay up to where it needs to be, um, you know, per hour for, because families like you, you know, you've got five children mm -hmm. and it, on minimum wage around here, you can't live with, live on just one income. No, you can't. Alone you two really incomes mm -hmm. with five children. And everyone says that the, these politicians, they'll say they're going to create jobs. Well, you know, it kind of frustrates me because politicians don't create jobs. Mm -hmm. They often take people's money and gamble in the, in the market by siding with certain businesses over others, which mm -hmm. I think is entirely wasteful. Yes. Yeah. And I think we just really need to empower the people to take responsibility. And I think if we do that, we have a wonderful mass of people in the state that can do so much good. And mm -hmm. we can just be the real example for the, the government. The, yes. The whole of America. And that would be that would be great. Mm -hmm. Sure would be. And um I would like to have thank you for coming to be on the show and um, uh, gracing our studios uh, as a proud Republican. Um, do you have any more uh, questions for uh, Mr. Quinn? Um, I seem to he seems to have done great at everything we've asked him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thus far. As far as I'm concerned, I'm I'm all for him. Yeah. <laughs> now. What do you feel about Obamacare? Can the state do anything once the Republicans are in office? I hope you be all Republican. Uh, but can the state do anything as far as repealing and replacing Obamacare in the state level? You know, I'm really happy you brought that up because Obamacare has taken the, the sidelines recently. Mm -hmm. You know, the latest uh, push from the Supreme Court and this onslaught of this campaign news, it's just so enticing for people. But yes, I think we really can go at Obamacare. And there's this uh, HIP program, which I think is fundamental in that direction. If the state merely encouraged people to use this HIP program, mm -hmm. the state will pay for private insurance. Let, let me retract here. Let's go ahead. Take your time. It's going to confuse people. So Take your time. Absolutely. I think there's a great deal of things we can do with Obamacare, and I think it has to be repealed and it has to be changed because it is costing us so much money and it is insuring so few people. <laughs> and it's just a catastrophe every way you look at it. You know, I, w I would encourage anyone to look further into Obamacare, and it's just sheer incompetence. And um, we'll, we'll go from there, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> And, um, well, I'm going to go into a big, uh, big spectrum of the Republican Party as a whole. Um, what do you think about this uh, presidential contest uh, that we now have? A, we're now in a four-man race between Trump, uh, uh, Cruz, Rubio, and Cash. Uh, and um, who do you think is going to come out on top? And what do you think is going to be a broker convention? <laughs> 
Well, I mean, if if you get 51 delegates, uh, percent of the delegates, then it's pretty much set. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, you know, it remains to be seen. We'll see. We'll see. I, I think Cruz is really on the upswing here. So uh, mm-hmm. it, it should be fun to, to kind of see where it goes. Yeah. yeah. You have any more questions, Princess? No. Well, I just want to thank you for the time. Thank and, you. Uh, it's really fortuitous that we came along at the right moment and uh, we're able sure to do did. this. Sure did. Uh, we would love to have you back on the air throughout as the pro- uh, campaign progresses uh, for the uh, uh, state district uh, representative uh, 132. And uh, we're, we're, we're welcome to have you aboard uh, and come on to be back on the program. All right. Awesome. Yeah. So do you have any closing thoughts and, and why people should vote for you? And and uh, go ahead and tell them about your website and your Facebook page and everything. Yeah. So I'm Thomas Quinn. I'm running for state representative of the 132nd District. It's uh, roughly mid-north Springfield. And uh, my website is thomasquinn.org. Please visit. Please like my Facebook link. And um, just vote for... Uh, integrity, competence, and action, because that's that's what I am, um, and I, I'm here to truly represent the people. Mm-hmm. This is uh, I've never run for office before, and I'm just doing this to uh, to make a difference because I believe we need better representation. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And this is the prince. And this is the princess. And this has been a. Very special, um, also exclusive uh, uh, show that we have, uh, interview that we have with um, uh, Thomas Quinn. And Princess, why don't you close us out? Oh, this is the Prince and the Princess of Big D Zone at Southwave Radio. And we are out.